We love it. We love <laughs> it. But before we go into the, this episode, we have to do a little plug-in beforehand so you guys can stay up to date with all of our content. Guys, make sure if you ha are watching on YouTube, you uh, subscribe, hit that bell so you get notifications on all the new videos. If you're listening to this on audio, make sure to rate and review the podcast. It definitely helps us out. Follow us on Instagram at Kirby Disc Golf World, JK Disc Golf, and Swiss Cheesy DG. Something like that. That's not right, but that's... Yeah, I think there's an underscore. It's not like you go on <laughs> you don't go on Instagram anyways. Or where it really matters, follow us on Twitter at Disc Golf World, JK Disc Golf, and Swiss underscore DG. That's where we really matter. I know you're more a fan of the Twitter. I am definitely more of a fan of the Twitter. I agree to that one. Man, photos just don't do nothing for me. No, nah, it's boring. <laughs> it's really boring. You, you can't talk to people about ideas, spread ideas, get some hate here and there. That's what the game's about. Yeah, it happens. Yeah. It gets, that's haters going to hate. Haters going to hate. They hate us because they ain't us. But how do you think about this tournament? Um... Instant what reaction. What do I? Yeah. What do I think about um, almost going to like a six-player playoff? Um, I think that's awesome. It's great disc golf that we want to see battle to the very last hole. Yeah. No, that was definitely enjoyable. I, you were kind of rooting for everyone to par. I, I, yeah, as, yeah. As goofy yeah. as. And granted, with that lead card, you knew everybody wasn't going to par, so it was kind of mm. foolish to think that. But yeah. I was like, man, let's. And like, man, Kelvin, Kelvin's second shot on that on eighteen to be absolutely pinned. Part. While he was out of position is just insane. I wish we could have saw that flight on the on the yeah. End and of the say hole. That, that's only the that's bad thing really is there, there was no catch cam. Yeah. Um, but but yeah. If, if you saw Kyle Klein's as well, yes. that was almost ringing it up. Yes, beautiful no. shot as well. Absolutely. Yeah, coming down to that hole eighteen. Kyle Klein showed up and he's playing excellent golf. Yeah, he excellent is. Golf. Like I said, battles at the very end. He had players like Paul McBeth reaching down his throat, but yes, the the Heinberg, the KJ's, all these guys, you know, trying to take it from him, and he's just gonna stay. Cool, calm, and collective. But the battle at the very end came down to a playoff. Not any of those players that I just mentioned. Not Eagle. Not Ricky. But Andrew Marweed. Marweed, man. The cookie monster. I <laughs> love it, dude. I don't know if that's his nickname, but I'm, gonna, I'm, fucking, so. I'm writing it. I threw it out there. Fucking, <laughs> Andrew Marweed, man. Um, I appreciate this guy's game a lot. It, it is definitely... He's more flexy on his lines. Dude, he's he, definitely more glidey. He is glidey yeah. butter. Yeah, All dude. Day. I, just, like, uh, I, just, uh, I kept walking, watching his disc being like, when's it going to fade? Because yeah. it just wants to go straight. Yeah, man, and he had that one where it had like such a late flip, and I was like, how the hell did he do that? Dude, with his, his beat-up <laughs> his beat up pig, he threw it on hole nine where it was the pig, so I was like, oh, it's going to be a little overstable. Yeah. Because I just saw Ricky throw the same exact shot, and I thought it was going to fade. I was like, all right, it's going to fade, it's going to fade. And it flipped up and kind of even turned right like, at the was, basket. Yeah. And that's when I knew, I'm like, dude, this is legit even in the KJ woods. was just, like, nasty. Like, yeah. <laughs> you know when you got somebody at the level of KJ who's throwing grenades and, and then watches you throw that and just, like, nasty. Not even that, but he's <laughs> one of the most flip masters in the game. Yes, and he did that. If yeah, he's saying your absolutely. flip was good, that's beautiful. Nah, man, Andrew Marweed absolutely showed out. And... It was good to get him on coverage because, like I said, I loved that I could kind of discover his game. He's a little bit yeah. new to me openly. Um, in my consumption of disc golf, he hasn't been in there and around there. So I kind of enjoyed watching it. And a lot of his – granted, I got no forehand, but I could I could appreciate his game to where it can kind of translate a little bit to mine. It even seemed like he was leaning to the forehand more often. Yeah. It seemed like he was more comfortable with that, which is I so weird because yeah. his backhand was like butter. Yeah, I it do. It was so nice. I think, he's, I think his play is to go to that forehand whenever possible. And the cool thing is that he is from Michigan, yep. so he's used to this type of game, and we're going to see on the back half of the season more wood, so maybe yeah. he'll have a little bit more success going at the rest of the season. And that's kind of even with Klein, you know what I mean? You're, we're in this Midwest run. These guys have played these tournaments. These guys have played these courses. They're a little bit 
more comfortable. Yep. And like I said constantly, it's about getting those repetitions, um, knowing the course a little bit better, and these guys have shown it. Um, Andrew Marweed had fourth at Edgestone quietly, yeah. right, because it was shortened and everything along those lines, and the way Klein was finishing well, he was up there as Ledgestones also. He was been on that final card, so you know what I mean? Man, would you almost go to like the extent, like you said, fourth place? I feel like if you would have asked a lot of casual fans, they wouldn't even know Andrew Marweed. They'd be like, who no. is this guy? Not even recognizing his game. Yeah. And he's put up like a lot of solid numbers that we've seen from you know, a guy who would you don't see very often or hear no. about very often. And I think he's kind of meme right? Everybody knows a little bit, yeah. the cookie as the as the I can't say, marker. Yeah. Wow, that was really hard to spit out. But anyways, but so he's kind of meme in that respect, so I think that's what he's more known for um, than yeah. his actual game, and his game is solid. Would you go to the extents of saying that he's one of the more underrated disc golfers on tour? If he continues this run, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. As far as being relatively unknown, which is – you know what I mean? And he, yeah, I could kind of see that. Yeah. And man, that dude was flicking firebirds all over the yeah, firebirds it, it, all over the place. It shows that great. It shows that he he can compete with the top guys if he can put it all together. Yeah, that's what yeah. It really and shows. His putt was clean. I, I I like I said, I really appreciate what he did. But Klein stood out on the on the for most of the weekend. Granted, he had those big names, um, but he did stand out a little bit more. Guys, if you are not on the <laughs> Kyle Klein train. All aboard, man. JK's been on that one for a while, This has been a year in the making. I said that after I saw him play Silver Creek, he is legit. He's got all the skills. And not only that, guys, this isn't no fluke. We saw last week five down through the uh, the front front five. five, Or front five, yeah. Front front five that was played. Final round. He was robbed last week, and he was just kind of claiming the title he'd really deserved and showing that he's legit. Not only that, we, we obviously place our bets on prize picks. A yes. little, little uh, plug right there. Go, go bet on some disc golf over there. We bet on Kyle Klein you know, being one of those like locked guys because I feel like this is his style of course. I rode Klein under all three days. Yeah. And, so it, and it was a breeze. Yeah. It was definitely a breeze. He's someone who strives in the woods. And we were we watched the front nine. When he's only plus three or plus two on the front nine, we were scared. Gotcha. Or minus yeah. two. Sorry. I got gotcha. you. Sorry. Uh, I was nervous. I was like, "What are you? How's he gonna put up something so fantastic?" Yeah. And go seven down. Yeah. through the back nine. Oh, man. Insane. Yeah, just shredded it. Absolutely, and he can scramble well too. I think that's what we noticed in this tournament a lot—that he can scramble really well. But I got one for you. All right. All what right. was a bigger surprise? Final day surprise. Paul or Gibson? Paul, hundred percent. Gibson's got the tools. Gibson's got the tools to do what he can. It just seems that he's had a harder time this year putting them together, but I'm not surprised him putting up these style of courses or this style of numbers, but I am surprised that Paul only shooting like a minus two. All he needed to do was shoot a minus six to win the tournament, and he couldn't do it. Like That's not something what we see on Macbeth. I rode that Gibson under all three days, too. I know. You, Pretty you, breezy. <laughs> people don't put. People really don't put the, the respect on Drew No, Gibson. but I, I was definitely shocked. I, Paul... If a lot of people are going to say that Paul choked. I, I will say that he didn't have the solid of a round that he would have put up. Yeah, um, totally. It, that's kind of an understatement. It should have. It was should have been his. Should have been running away with this. In all honesty, um, and I think he would have felt that way also going into the final round. But you know what I mean. But what Gibson did as far as today, bogey free. That what was he? He finished neg. 11 or 12? Neg 12, the yeah. final round. Insane. Yeah, just bananas. Hot round for the tournament. And, and putting himself on the podium in second, tied for second, granted with everybody all No, 20, t- tied for third. Tied for third with all 28 people. <laughs> There's yeah. so many so close. So many <laughs> but, Yeah, but like I, I would say like what I think him having that breakout is definitely something that 
will help disc golf. Hopefully, the, Gibson, I hope so. Gibson being up there, I think, could be great for disc golf and disc golf growth. Dude, for some reason, he does get like the the bad guy rep- oh, reputation. Yeah. I don't know why though. The tats, I, yeah, <laughs> which is stupid. Just his appearance, yeah, it makes but no sense. But if you actually sense. walked up to him, you'd be like, oh man, this guy's pretty chill. Yeah, hundred percent. He's, he's not like and he bombs. He's not intimidating. He's not like you know what I mean. He's a chill guy. Yeah, so. he he literally bombs. Uh, but we did have like we said, twenty eight people tied for third place. Uh, Drew Gibson, Joel Freeman. Calvin, Joel Freeman with a nice yeah, solid final Joel round. Freeman. Absolutely showing out. Heinberg coming together on the final hole, the pure shot to put himself in tied. And then KJ. And then obviously we had Marweed and Kyle Klein battling for first. Um, and I will say, Joel Freeman might be one of those in that underrated category who's always in that Ooh. top 15 to 20 ish. Uh, really? You think he does it that often? Man, I want to. I kind of want to look back because I wouldn't. I would not be shocked. I don't. Oh I man. would not be shocked. I wish I had it in front of me. I, I don't know. Yeah, I have no idea. I would not be shocked. I might be sleeping on Joel Freeman, guys. I don't I'm, know. I could be over. <laughs> you could be shooting. But he's, man, he's got a consistent enough game where, you know what I mean, he throws those up shots really well, those flat yeah. up shots very well. I'm really impressed with that. This and whale so, game's crazy. Yeah. So. That's rock the rail, too. That's does, awesome. I mean, hey, you got to rock cool. the whale. So, but, yeah, Joel Freeman showing out. But, no, it was, it was a very solid tournament, very solid run. Um, my only critique. And I don't know if you feel this way, but I'm going to come out and say it. Um, we got to get the man. Women got to get their own coverage. They got to get a separate coverage. I understand the difficulties of it, but it needs to happen. You can't go into this. And I get what was happening. And I get the what was at play with having a possible six or five person playoffs and all that and everything coming down to the last hole. I understand that all. But you cannot stop the women's cutaway or coverage from hole two for about 45 minutes to an hour. Wasn't mentioned till after the men's were done. Even when they're coming and making decide decisions on finalizing the round and you're cutting away to the commentaries, I don't know why you can't go back to at least some highlights or at least a cutaway of the scorecards or anything along the lines. It's a little bit embarrassing if you ask me. I'm almost more embarrassed. Why would you say I would disagree with any of that? I don't, yeah. That's so mean. <laughs> no, of course I agree with all that. We should be seeing the FPO, like at least like a score update, something. Like I said, we don't need to see like a whole entire hole or a couple holes or even a whole full person play in the hole, but we see you cut away to like almost put, every hole. Yeah. Like almost every hole you should be like, hey guys, we're going to check in really quick. The, the, the pressure's on this mail card, but let's check in yeah. every hole and do a different scorecard. And there was—I ta- don't care if it doesn't change. Yeah, if there's any movement, yeah. it doesn't matter. You still gotta have that. There was times when the uh, the MPO were just walking to a disc, or yeah. You know, and I understand you're trying to build the suspense, but you do have something going on at the same time. Something where it, for a while there was a race. We saw a three-way tie going to the final round, and obviously it was still tight to the very end. Yes, I, absolutely. Until. Page kind of ran away with it. What on sixteen or that's sixteen? Yeah, sixteen. Yeah, especially seventeen. Yeah. She cemented it. Yeah, but yeah, it. I would like to see more cutaways, more reference, more all this stuff Absolutely. towards the FPO. I think it just. You, that's how you grow the FPO. You're, you're gonna have so a, many people want to see it. Yeah, and you got plenty of people. As much as there's only people that are watching the males, there's just as much um, females or other audience that want to just watch just the females. Yeah, and uh, granted, it may be less, but it doesn't matter. You're still disenfranchising your viewership and the growing of your sport by not having this out there. I don't care how tense it is. You got to cut in a simple 30 second or 45 second blip. All right, guys, the final card hit the third round, third hole. And they, they're still even at this. I think the, the thing that really like 
showed me like wow they're really not caring about the IPO is when there was that break in between the yes. the 18th hole going into the playoff there yes. was a solid time in between where they were doing a little bit of update for Marweed and Klein I guess to build the moment but there was also right after the commercial break there was still more time where there was Dude, absolutely like no talk three minutes of just watching them listening to them talk and looking yeah, at a basket it's like hey man I don't <laughs> care show me what's yeah. happening with Paige. do some type this of highlights do the FPO do something better than like the scenic shots and everything yeah I don't care like. about that I no. I pay my subscription to yes. watch disc golf yes. I would like to watch some disc golf absolutely. And, and no. that, and, and granted, as far as the coverage goes, th- they keep improving in my mind. Um, whether it's the commentary or the whole package, I think they're getting a lot better week in, week out. I think they're starting to hit their grooves. Nate Saxon was superb. Nate Saxon is absolutely a gem on commentary. Um, Ready, quick. Nate yeah. Saxon or Philo on the mic? Nate. Not, Didn't even think about yeah, it. Wow. Not close. It's wow. not that close. Uh, don't get me wrong, man. Philo is great for... Philo's kind of like a Vegas trip. Like, I always say Vegas, you should only go, like, three days, right? Philo is, like, one day, like, color commentary, great. But I can listen to Nate talk for so it, all world. What, what do you think a Nate Sexton-Philo com duo That would be, be interesting. It would be neat. That would be kind of neat. Because uh, I would like – because I, I think Nate could do not only color but also the descriptive game and discuss lines – and no different than like Doss, and if not better, I think he is such a formative and like movable commentator that he can fit in anywhere. Um, so it would be interesting to see both of them. I, I think that, and like I'd you're talking about, you're talking about two vets that have probably hung out. Probably they're the oh, same yeah. sponsor. They, you know, what I mean, they're they've yep. definitely been around. They're them bouncing off stuff and jokes. I think it would be great. You know what I mean? And to be able to be on and live and in post is just immense. And Nate's just a true talent in that respect. Definitely has a future. Definitely has a future. And, and man, I would love to see it sooner than later. Because I think that – I think – man, and don't get me wrong. I love what he provides on the course. But I think, like, what he can provide and the growth that he can be and the professionalism that he can bring would help disc off a little bit more in the booth. You do realize Nate Sexton took like third or fourth I know, in the world, I know. right? That was this year. <laughs> I understand that. He's got still got enough game. I'm just talking like pure level of like what would be a greater impact on go- on disc golf right now. It'd be him in the booth. And I love his game. I appreciate you, his game. Do you think Nate Sexton translates onto a television standpoint where there's people watching for the very first time? Does yes. he do good then? Yes. He does. Okay. Yeah. okay. I, I, wow. I think I think people would be uh, yes. Period. I, man, I think he translates better. I think he looks more professional. I think the whole night. I think he could, he is the pinnacle right now. Can you say that the same thing for any other disco commentator right now? Man, so <laughs> me being the nerd that I am, I love Perkins. I love Earhart's commentary. You know what I mean? Because they really get in. I love when they really get into holes. And I don't think on live, because you're bouncing off so many highlights, it's really difficult to kind of get like, hey, this is what I want to throw. And you get that more in post, right? So that's what I kind of, that's what I still will always love about post and some of the live. You really can't get into like, hey, this is where you want to land. This is what he's thinking. This is where they're. And so like, that's where I think Perkins and Earhart shine in post and what they provide. I don't know if they could do that live. You know what I mean? Just because like, they, you got to be quick with your snippets. Yeah. You got to be quick with what you're adding. Um, and things of that nature and that's kind of what it is and, and I think there's more to it and, and some people 
You know what I mean? There's more to it than like being rooting. You know what I mean? You're just kind of taking. I think these guys are appreciating the flights and commenting on it. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that's what I love about the coverage. You know what I mean? I don't think it's a hindrance to root for shots or root for this. I don't think that's a hindrance. Dude, this wasn't even going down. This I know. Bringing but it I in had here. to bring <laughs> it in. <laughs> I'm sorry. I referenced it. Let's yeah. go, just go. We don't now it. we reference it. You don't want to keep going in on it? Nah, man. We did have some other pros weigh in on it. Did we? Eric I didn't M- see those. Eric McCabe doesn't think that there's a problem with it. Okay. I'm I'm not surprised by that. McCabe is definitely I could see him being that, that. No, I don't No, there's I don't see a problem with it. I don't either. I you yeah. know what I mean? And I don't necessarily think it's rooting, you know what I mean? That's what that's all the stuff you'd say on a on All right, man, let's put it this way. If I if we let a card go ahead of us, right? And we see them tank into the into the rough, right? What are we going to say? We're not going to be like, oh, man, tough shot. We're going to say, get greasy, get out. You know, what I mean? that's the stuff that we're going to root for. You're, you're not as much as you're competing. You're, you're always kind of like rooting for that. Right. So I think there's no difference. That's what these commentators are doing. This is what you do on the course. This is who we are. This is what we are. Right. And we got to embrace that more than just trying to think like we need the professionalism of this. And I get what new eyes and new perceptions and what they can bring. You know, what I mean, but those eyes also bring criticism and we're not going to win a lot of those or some of those and let's keep what we got and build what we got make it better by including and being more inclusive with for everybody than trying to like make it like espn <laughs> you know what yeah. I mean? so i don't mind the like oh don't hit this don't do this i will say like we talked about you know what i mean i'll let you take that and run with it there is one aspect that I agree with you where I think it gets a little bit weird. If you want to delve into that. Well, and I have no idea where you want with that. Well, with the putting, where, where they kind of like, when, the, when. Oh, okay. Yes. Okay, so sometimes when pros putt, there'll be times where they hit weak side chains or whatever, and it clearly shouldn't have stayed in the basket, and then the commentators will be like, ooh, look at that spit out. Something like that. It's like, all right, that clearly wasn't a spit out. I would rather see more Christ, uh, more critique saying, Oh, you put that a little bit too much to the uh, too much to the left. Yeah. If the you know stick more to center, it's gonna because that's what the pro is thinking, right? And the yeah, pro's they thinking knew it like, wasn't a chain yeah, out. Yeah. They knew it wasn't a chain the, out. The, pay, the pro is thinking, and I think that's where I agree. Where they might be, I don't want to say softer or gentler, but that's where I think they can be harder. If you're hit, if you're hitting outside chains on a 15 foot putt, that that commentary needs to be like, oh, he left that outside. That's not where he wanted. You know what I mean? He's disappointed in that or she's disappointed in that. That's the commentary. It's not like, oh, it hit chains. It's a chain out. You, you, just because you hit chains, it's not a chain out. I know. You're probably D- Yeah. <laughs> just because you hit chains, it's not a chain out. No, I'm yeah, sorry, guys. If you guys believe that, you, you got to be real with yourself. Yeah. If it's, not, if, not, if it's not hitting that pocket or spitting through, that's a chain out. Not, not you glancing. Just because you hit the chains. one last one on the yeah, left hit, side. You hit the one fucking link. <laughs> <laughs> like, I grazed the link. Chain out. Fuck. Chain out. Chain out. Damn, man. I'm so unfortunate. <laughs> like, yeah. uh, I, uh, I mean, I think that the, the commentators should say, like, if majority of the people paying for the content like to see it, why change it? Because now you're just going against your customers. I think it's a good yeah. business move. <laughs> nice. <laughs> I think with that, though, we're going to move on to the nice. FPO. You guys probably seen that on Twitter and all that, Jay. (laughs) (laughs) You're so proud of yourself on that one. But go ahead and move on. Uh, Just (laughs) as exciting as the FPO was, I know it was absolutely crazy. We went into the final round with the FPO with three-way tie with Paige Shue, Paige Pierce, and Sarah Holcomb. And not only that, but Missy Gannon wasn't too far back. Oh, Missy Gannon with a 
throw-in eagle. That was insane. Oh, man, just what, to get her in there. Was that a throw-in or was it a field ace? <laughs> Fuck it, that was a throw-in. <laughs> yes, that was definitely a throw-in. We've hit that description. Go ahead and watch that video. <laughs> but, yes, that was definitely a throw-in. Um, but, no, Missy Gannon was up there, and it was a great showing um, going awesome into that me. final round. I wish I saw, like I said, I wish I alluded to see more of those holes, how they alluded out or how they, how they got where they got. Um, but it was tight all the way there. The, you know what I mean? Page kind of got that lead a little bit, but then Holcomb and Gannon were there. They were there till the very the final three holes. It was very, very tight race. Uh, but Page ended up winning. This was actually thirtieth DGPT wow. win. Wow. That's more than double what Macbeth has, who is the, the next closest. So she's obviously shown her dominance on what she's been able to do in this tournament. What that's her sixth, seventh win on the year. That's Six, a, seven? Yeah. Th- yeah. Something We're crazy. running out of fingers. Yeah. She's <laughs> like it's, just, it's really up there. She's showing that she's dominant. Yeah, and even when she, like, even when she doesn't do well she's, or doesn't perform as well as you think, this is kind of – she still can gut it out and kind of do that. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, th- and that's kind of where her Woods game is not her strongest, but she came out at Ida Wild and outperformed. That's the thing. She showed – like, I, I'm very much a critique on her ability to play in the Woods, and she played not only Northwood Black, but now she played Ida Wild yep. and two tournaments that she can sh- that she showed. She does have a Woods game. Now, is it as good as her Open Bomber game? No. It's still a weakness, but she can still be just as good as every other FPO player. And yeah, and I think I think her distance game on 16 is what really put it away for her. Her, yeah. her getting an eagle attempt and hitting chaining out, I guess, for some people will call it. <laughs> um, her missing, just missing that tapping birdie um, really put her on a two-stroke lead, and then, yeah. then she birdied the next one, and then it was— Man, it was, I don't know if this is a hot take. Kristen Tatar there, she wins. If Kristen Tatar was there, she wins. Oh man, that is a hot take. I, she, she didn't end up. She ended up taking second in the European Championships that just w- happened uh, this weekend as well. Evelina tanking in the final round, like plus <gasps> nine or plus seven yeah, in the final man, round. She had a really. She had a t- what an eight or a nine stroke she lead. A, yeah, nine stroke lead. Going yeah, into the going final into the final round and lost. All of it. Yeah. All bit of it. Hannah ended up winning, though. So, Chris Tart didn't end up beating Hannah. So, Hannah shows that she's legit. Can't wait to go over. Yeah, those those international females are, could bring so much more to the FPO. Um, And it's good to see some of these ladies. Even the Americans are really showing. Missy Cannon's having a solid run right now. Um, Yeah. Sarah Holcomb is throwing very well. And granted, I, I understand. Holcomb's a world champ, and you kind of expect her there, but she's up in there throwing well. You know what I mean? I, there's plenty to watch, plenty of good scoring, low scoring. Low scoring. Low scoring, um, but it's still enjoyable, man. I love it, and I love what Paige has done, and I love where the ladies' game will be going in the future. I think it's going to be a lot more parity in the women's game than the males' game in the near future. I would agree with that. Going on, taking second place at the Idlewild ended up being Missy Gannon. Yep. She uh, ended up putting a really solid round, plus three. I know maybe not what she expected because she did leave a little strokes out there, but she played solid up until hole 16 where she got a very unfortunate kick into the, oh, the, yeah, the OB. Yeah. yeah, that was so, really but she was really She was hitting some massive pots that were keeping her in it, keeping you know gaining some strokes on some other players. Just couldn't do enough to... Keep it away from Paige, who had a four-stroke deficit to win. Yep. Holcomb took third. Um, and did Katrina Allen Katrina Allen squeezed in the fourth place. With a hot round. She had a course record, actually, course record. at minus three. 
So right. she showed she came to play just two unfortunate rounds before that's that. That's with three bogeys. Or she had a, a double. A single and a, and a double a, bogey. Yeah. Yeah, she tore it up after that. So, man, she was six under with, wow. Yeah, she showed that Ooh. she could play, man. She's one of the best Woods players in the IPO. Man, I guys, we've played this course. That's insane. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that is just nuts. Yeah. Going, going that under. Trust me, man. Like, this course is is a tough course, one of the toughest I've ever played. 100%. And, and man, that's impressive. That's really impressive. It is. For to get six birdies. and We were really blessed with a great FPO and MPO battle. Yeah. Man, it's been all season, guys. Can we be yeah. honest? Like it's That's the best part about this is that it's been all season. We've been able to enjoy this. Um, I think we're... I don't. I hope it's not the pink peak, but we're definitely ascending in the game um, with everything that's going on with Conrad's a field ace. <laughs> or was the throw in? Who throw knows? Or, but you know, what I mean, I think we're in the greatest time for disc golf at this point in time, and it's only going to get better. Hundred percent. Really and I, I think you got guys, guys like the Kleins, and you got the like we said, the FPO International women that hopefully can grow the game and the next year as long as people get their shit together um all that along those lines i really hope that i think we just keep ascending and that's what i'm excited for i'm kind of excited for that coverage i'm kind of excited to see where we go i'm kind of excited to see where live goes and kind of where post coverage fits into that live show yeah you know what i mean and a lot, a of lot more things that are going to be approved upon in the next coming years yep Awesome. I'm excited to be a part of that. Yeah, I, I can't. I can't wait. I really can't. I can't wait for you know. What I mean, granted, we're kind of in this lull spot with uh, what is it? Stockton's the next one, I think. Stockton. No, what's the next Stafford? tournament? Stafford. Stafford. Sorry, I said Stockton. That's not that far off. <laughs> no need to be oh. a jerk about it. Fuck. Yeah. All right, but anyways, Stafford is coming up, so it's not all the pros are going to be there. It's is it a Silver Series? I'm guessing. Right? Yes. Yeah. Yes, so it it's is. a Silver Series. Um, so we're kind of in this little bit. Hey, but Kyle Klein there. Kyle Klein. If he goes back to back. <laughs> yeah, man. Kyle Klein, guys, get on the train. Like you said. All like, aboard. Like, Jay was on that one way early. Good for you. I'm, I'm yeah, impressed. That's like you. that's my like my Heinberg because you had Heinberg way back oh, when. Oh man, I had Heinberg so far back when. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, this is my yeah this man, I, I took a while for you to convince you of that one, but man, I had yeah, a way. Yeah, he back. had me. He had me questioning, man. <laughs> like he's he's had a bad. He, his first half of the season was incredible. Yes, and he's he's lacking it now. Because yes, you can talk about all his top fives, but when you ha look back and people talk about wins, he doesn't have a whole lot of them. No, and some people will say even. The Ledgestone wins a little bit discredited. That one's got an ask. That one's got an asterisk to it. Yeah, his first one was a Silver Series. We're not a whole lot of people a shame there. That we couldn't really discuss that because we were off. But people yeah. are going to people are going to put an asterisk on that. Um, but he, I think he answered the call on this final round. You know what I mean? What he can do and what he presents. Sure, but he did in the final round. I could. It wasn't. You know, he, yes, he tied for third, which sounds good, but like he literally, I mean, he had not a great first round. No, he's, he's and you kind of, and you kind of needed to have the luxury of Paul doing what he did yeah. to be able to move up as high as he did. I get it, I get it. I, I yeah, I man, I, I don't know if he's just burnt out. I don't. I man, he'll he'll be bad. He'll be fine. I hope so. I I really like Heinberg. I like what yeah. he's doing for the game and all that. So I think he's just I I just he doesn't have like the step on the throat. Just win. I wish he would put the pressure on all three rounds because we would see so much more wins from him. Yeah, man. I, but, man, when he's on that, like, chase card, there's nobody. I know, but I don't yeah, want him on the chase I, card. I, I want I him guess, on the lead card all three rounds. I get rounds. it, man. But, like, uh, 
I think that's when it's the most enjoyable is like when he's in that like eighth place and he's charging up because he, you know what I mean? He's a lot more aggressive than he is on those first. And maybe that's the that's your point to where you say he wasn't aggressive. You know what I mean? He's not aggressive enough in those early rounds, but he's going to be fine. His game, I hope so. His game translates to every type of course. So in that respects, you know what I mean? I think he's just fine-tuning it. Um, and I think... Man, could you imagine if, like, because he is just so straight and low. You know what I mean? If he kind of opened his game into, like, because you don't really see him, like, Annie in much. He's going straight to the forehand and that. It would be interesting to see, like, if he added that twist to his game. But, dude, he's going to. He's going to be out there shredding, dude. Yeah, Heimberg's going to be fine. He'll be grand. He'll be up there. He's still going to be one up there in the 1050s, always be in the top. You think he's always gonna be in the top 50s? Well, he might be sliding now, but it, That's I, I yeah. was gonna ask. Who do you think, if any of the 1050 boys were gonna drop out of 1050, who would it be? At this point in time, with the the pace of the gameplay, it's probably gonna be Heimberg. Yeah. Heimberg will drop out. Then yeah. who do you think? Who's gonna be the next person to become that 1050 boy if it's not <laughs> Calvin? Man, I would kind of want to say Dickerson, but no, like, I do. I think that what we could used to be able to say that, but I don't think we really yeah, can say that right Dickerson's now. Dickerson's not. He's lacking. Yeah, a he's. Bit. This Dick- is a course that I thought he would really do good on, and he didn't do good. Yeah. Well, he, did, he tied for 12th or took 12th or whatever, but that's fine. But this is a Dickerson course. No, this is a Dicker And, yeah, same with Conrad, I would have said, would it be also be oh, a Oh, yeah. Conrad, I he thought. He had w- two very yeah. lackluster first rounds, and yeah. decided to shred the last round, of Yeah, course. that one hurt on the price. <laughs> Damn, Conrad, he hurt me all week. Yeah, <laughs> I lost every Conrad bet. I know. But, um, yeah, so I would like to say that it would be Dickerson, but I don't think – I agree with you wholeheartedly. He's not playing his best golf, albeit he had the gangster ace that he did. Um, yeah. I I would say I would be more willing to say at this point in time getting hot and going on a run, KJ is more likely to get into the 1050 than possibly Dickerson. Right and I don't this? know and I don't know any of the points or scores. You ready I, for this? Yeah. Kyle Klein will be the next <laughs> 1050 boy. I, I, I think he's like ten thirty seven, but he'll do it. I think if he keeps on this trend, we've noticed that he's been shredding right now, and he's only getting better. I think he's getting confidenter. I think he's ready. Dude, to he's like nineteen, he's 18, 19. 20, something. Man, you can tell that he's still nervous out there, but his <sighs> game doesn't show it. His game definitely, you know, it's, he's showing that he's one of the best out there right now. I, yeah, and I, I will say, like, even on his day two, he kind of. Started off rough early, like you said, turned some over. I think that was a little bit of nerves, and then he just settled. Yeah, you know I mean, I mean? he just was like, hey, guys, it's so, the final round. Yeah. Whatever. And so, but yeah, I yeah, I could see that. I, I, can, I, I could see also somewhat, K, like I said, KJ getting hot. KJ's streaky, man, so he can, run, he can rattle off. Fair. And, let, man, KJ also got a little snake bit on the, I think it was like hole three or four where he just hit a tree that went OB, and he pured it, and it was going to yeah. be parked, and he just hit that. That That's a difference away from being in that playoff also. Yep. You know what I mean? So he's, he's right there, but you know what I mean? Do I, As far as the game I appreciate the most I, out of those three, my as the game, my appreciation for what they are in their game, I'd probably go Dickerson, Klein, KJ okay. as my order. Um, you know someone that we used to say uh, that we're not talking about right now or Who's that? Conrad. He's not even in this conversation right now. Yeah. I. Yeah, I mean. After Worlds, he's just not been what I wanted, would want him to be. 
Yeah, I I think that's fair. In in the tournaments that you thought he'd be performing yes. better, like this yep. one and Ledgestone, he was a, a little bit relatively disappointed. Where he's thrown relatively well, he's had his world's performance. Yeah, I I think that's somewhat safe to say. Um, but you know, what I mean, he gets hot at the right times, and he's a streak. I w- I don't even think he's a streaky player. I think he's like a streaky tournament player. So like, he can get hot. Like I said, like I've alluded to, he's either going to be top three, or he's going to be outside twelve. Top yeah, 10. outside like yeah, outside like twelve. Yeah, yeah. Like there's so like that's kind of uh, and it's I it's not even a true coin flip. I'd love to say it's a coin flip, but it's not. Um, and I think there's so much man. There's so much. You got so many great players now who are doing their thing on their course. And Conrad's just got to up his game a little bit and, you know what I mean, and keep growing and, and yep. get get to get with his MVP discs a little bit more, get some of his line out there, which I'm kind of excited when they start making discs the way he wants. And that'll be interesting be to dangerous. see. What, yeah, it'll be very interesting to see what he does. But, yes, Conrad is not on there. Um, no. Yeah. As far as, yeah, man, you put those four. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to put them at the bottom of those. Yeah, I, yeah I like what you're – I'm going to go – Klein, Dickerson, KJ, Conrad. I get it, man. I get that Klein's hot. I, I think, like I said, this is kind of his Midwest run, and I think we're going to start getting into Dickerson land too. But I think Dickerson these. land is Kyle Klein's land, but oh, Kyle yeah. does it better. Ooh. Ooh. I stand by that. Okay. So you'd say you think Dick, you think Kyle's a better putter than Dickerson? Yeah. At this point in time? I oh, do. Wow. I think what Real we've quick. Seen, I think what we've seen in the last t- couple tournaments from him, Okay. He's shown he can putt, even yeah. though he looks like the most fidgety, nervous oh, putter. Man. Yeah, he's, he dials it in, man. Like you never look. You every time I look at that dude, I'm like, he he's in his head, or he's yeah, yeah he's and not, he smashes yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. So I think uh, he does it. I think he does it better. So that's that. I could, you know, that could be proved wrong by Dickerson, but hey, Kyle Klein, man. Whew. Kyle Klein, man. That's a good, interesting one. Uh, man, especially when like Dickerson is probably one of the most underrated disc golf players as far as like what he's done and probably probably because he's not there right yeah. now. Yeah, and as the, what he's done with the wins and what he's done with all that. But yeah, but you no, know, cli- clients climbing guys get on the train. I, these these young guys like we've alluded to and we talked to plenty of times on this podcast, they're starting to show up, and that's what's kind of interesting, and that's what I love about this. Um, as much as man, I went into this final round, I'm thinking Paul was just gonna run. Like a, yeah, that definitely did, did not happen. <laughs> Paul was just gonna run with it, and I thought like Paul was gonna go neg ten, and it didn't matter what everybody else did. Yeah, he won by a couple four strokes right there. <laughs> but still, sticking on the Dickerson train, right. one I'd like to talk about. Um, I don't care what anybody says. Dickerson watching turning around after he aces it without reaction, ten times cooler than a freakout. That was a straight gangster. Act like <laughs> you've been there before, man. We've had yes, I, I'm I can't allow, I can't disagree like how badass he looked. I, I purely cool guys don't look at explosions. But I am I am all f- cool guys. Don't look at, they're all in the backgrounds. <laughs> nice, solid high five. <laughs> um, I'm more dude. I want I want the bat flip in baseball. I I don't necessarily need like the freak out freak out, but I want the like fucking just. You have no marbles. Just like doing something stupid and like just owning it. Like, I, but I, that would be even there, better. There's something to say. Yes, that is cool. Mm-hmm. However, when it's always cool 
and then there's the one Jose Batista stare down guy. Yeah, you're like, uh, you're like, holy uh, fuck, that's awesome. That's better than like the Sammy Sosa, where it's like the full sprint to it. Yeah, <laughs> that I call that move the Sammy Sosa, like because they're just fucking full sprint into the pin. I, that one's don't get me wrong, that's classic. I can't argue that. Emotion but, just want to. But you also you, you need a couple of things. You need a caddy for one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so like, yeah. there's a few things you need for that move to work. But yeah, the the badass like. Dude, he, was, he had to get his own bag. He's like, I'm, I'm fucking going to take my time, yeah. fucking pick it up my shit, walk it over to get my disc, guys. Yeah. I'll see you over there later. Like, fucking, was, uh, but, yeah, I, I would kind of appreciate, like, the bat flip of, like, I own this hole or some stupid shit like that. I want to see something like that. That would be hilarious. I got you. I, yeah. Especially, like, someone from Dickerson. That would be even, even crazier, right? If that dude's just like, oh, yeah. like yeah. Or Matty O just yelling, roll tide every hit. Roll tide! Roll tide! Just fucking going stupid. Like, that would be funnier than, like, you know what I mean? Yeah. I don't think, yeah, he wasn't going for funny. He was just going for, like, yeah, I'm, I'm the guy. Man, but, yeah, that thing was nice. That it was thing. so nice. And I was just going to casually pick up my bag. <laughs> like, just you think Calvin, does Calvin just go for the same reaction? I feel like he's another guy who would just, like, stare and be like, all right. Well, he did, yeah, man, he... Yeah, he did have his first tournament ace earlier this year. Yeah. And I think it was just high fives. Like, it was... Nothing like, oh, my God. No, no yeah. He's no, not. like James Conrad. James Conrad's, like, the the super, like... Pr- James yeah. Conrad is, like, the prancy horses in the Olympics. Yeah. <laughs> Where he's just got this, like, little yeah. hop to him. And he's, like, even when he's, like, going to retrieve his disc on, like, jump putts, he's got this, like, little he's hop. He's got the little hop to Yeah, him. like... And I think that's cool. I think everybody's got their own thing. Ricky's got, like, the raptor legs. Raptor their, legs, yeah. And, like, you know what I mean? I think that's kind of cool. Own it. Whatever it is. Like, But, man, you can't. All right, so here's a perfect example. Maybe not a bad flip because this is, like, but the bazooka, the, the Albert Tan, Like, something like that off the tee, like, where, like, you do something stupid like that, I think that would be hilarious. Okay. I think that would be awesome. And people would share that. That's something that people would share. Like yeah, or the Gibson crossbow if that happened on the Gibson you know crossbow, you know what yeah. I mean or, uh, I guess the bow it's the crossbow is more this whatever man whatever <laughs> but like anything along those lines I think would be awesome that would be and, cool, and I think that that would make it more shareable more more on ESPN more on whatever all those yeah lines, so I right, yeah. will we'll stick on the Dickerson topic for one all more right. thing. I noticed the final round, Dickerson wearing AirPods or headphones on the course. Do you think that should be allowed? I know this is, was a discussion a while back. No. No? No. 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 Um, these are the little things where we can do to make it more professional. And where you're not changing enough of the game, you're not upsetting enough of the players, and it reads better. Okay. Um, no headphones. You just think it looks bad? I, I think, it, A, it looks bad. I think there's a safety concern. I think if somebody's trying to call... You know, foot faults or anything along those lines, and they're not being able to hear that or communicate that, it makes it clunky. Stop. There's awkwardness, pace of play, all that. I I don't think it helps. Okay. Which I can I understand the people's argument of it helping them. You know what I mean? So, because man, when I played poker, I usually have headphones, special because I I don't want to talk to strangers. (laughs) 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 So like, um, but it's you know what I mean. So like, I've I've rocked it, but no, I don't know. I I don't think necessarily. I know what you're getting at, but I think there there just needs to be a penalty. You miss a footfall. You miss this. You say I I don't know. You should be penalized for that. And I think that penalty shouldn't be seconded. I think it you know if it's there shouldn't be a warning to it. You get it wrong, you mess up that way. That's a stroke. 
and there's an easy way to fix it on you're either going to know or you're going to find out real quick that maybe I shouldn't wear headphones. Or turn the volume down or something. Nah, I yeah. get you. That's fair. But what about people yelling fours? Granted, I understand that doesn't happen in the pro game that often, but you know what I mean? And they get hit. There's just anything like safety things along those lines. Because I will say there is that one hole in Ida Wild where you cross across the fairway. Yeah. Or across from the tee. And that's where a whole other line where like, but again, more professional, more a little bit of a twist. This is those slight changes that I'm all for. I'm not asking him to change his camo shorts or anything along those lines. I'm just fucking saying, like, hey, man, maybe we shouldn't have your AirPods in. Okay. You know what I mean? Just for safety and everything along those lines. I think it's an easy sell, too. Yeah, I don't think uh, anyone yeah. will be able yeah. to challenge I don't, or Yeah, I like think that. It's, it's such an easy sell, and that's a little bit of the slight stuff on there. You know what I mean? I, I have a less problem with AirPods because they're small. They're kind of easier to conceal. It's actually already a normal thing because uh, this is more my age demographic where you just walk around with them in everyday life. Gotcha. And you just always have them in. Um, just get cancer. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> just living life, vibing. Yeah. Uh, but I, just, I think people were just wearing, like, the big-ass headphones. That just annoys me. It's like, why Why do you need that big headphones? Oh, man? like the Castro? He, yeah. Yeah. I don't think he does it anymore, but he used to be, like, really big Castro. Yeah, anyone that does that, I'm like, man, doesn't that hurt your ears? Like wearing yeah. that all day? I, man, I suppose. I, yeah. Like I don't know. I just bought it. Or at least you gotta have like one ear out. Yeah, those ones definitely be harder to hear out of. Yeah, like you gotta have like one open ear, I think. Or, so maybe you don't get rid of them, and you say, okay, you can't have both. And so like those headphones would be, you obviously couldn't do it. You just gotta slide yeah, over. That well, the, then you're just a clown. <laughs> <laughs> but like, yeah, I think one ear, anything along those lines, I think that's. I think that would help. I got you. And like I said, it, it's better for optics. It, uh, I would, as an outside eye, yes, I think it. But do golfers do it? I don't know. I genuinely don't know. I don't watch golf. <laughs> Who does? Who <laughs> yeah, does? It's, it's lame. I think that's all we have for the podcast. I think? Okay. I think if you think, that's what I think. That's what I think that you nice, think. Guys. I think we could tease one thing. Oh. Just for the listeners who really want to be at the very end, and you guys really support Spit Out and Kirby's Disc Golf World, we'll leave you off with a little some, something. Do you want to you want to let them know? No, I don't. I don't want to jinx it. Why? I, you can say it. I, I just don't want to jinx You're it. You're such a lame. I, That's so all right, man. I'm too excited about it. I don't want to. I just want to let it. Like you know, there's only three people that are going to be listening right now. <laughs> Fair. We got a little surprise coming in uh, Kirby Disc Golf World this Friday. Yes, this Friday. So on our new latest pod, we are hoping to be able to have interviewing Gavin Rathbun. Yes. The man we talk about on here, especially, oh, man. a lot. I'm so, like, that's why I didn't want to ruin it, because I'm so excited for it. Like, he's one of my favorite players. He's, yeah. yeah. He's an up-and-comer, like we said. Um, I got a bunch of bunch of thoughts, a bunch of questions. I'm excited to kind of get to that. And if you guys have anything you specifically want to ask, that's maybe. That's a very good point. Maybe drop them down below, just in case we forget something. Yeah, man, I, absolutely. Cause you know, man, we're gonna do we're gonna have our own little goofy spin on it. Yep. We got the Jesus gonna <laughs> ask some questions, Jesus. so we know we never know what's gonna happen. It's what he comes out of his mouth. So, but it would be kind of funny um, if you guys got any questions or odd ones, um, serious ones. We'll take them. We'll yep. we'll be kind of sharing them. Hopefully, we can get them out there. Um, but yeah, I'm excited for Gavin. Um, it's a shame that he's you know what I mean he's taking a little stretch to get healthy, which is fine. Um, we've seen other pros to where it's helped them, like Eagle. Yeah. So hopefully he can kind of answer that um, and get that get that health right and kind of charge on this back half or back end of the tour tournament or tour. So I'm really excited. 
Um, hope you guys are. Like you said, share. Like, let yep. us know some com- comments. That would be great. Yeah, it would be awesome. Makes my job easier. If you guys want to do part of my job, <laughs> yeah. I'm all for it. <laughs> so. All for it. Yeah, I'm excited for that. Hopefully, you guys are too. That will be coming out Friday on the Friday, world. Friday, so Friday, Friday. If, if you already aren't up to date on all of our Friday, social media, make sure to rate and review the podcast if you enjoy it. Subscribe to the YouTube channel. Uh, definitely helps us out. Follow us on all the different so- social media. Stay up to date. Hopefully, you don't miss Friday. See you in the next one. Peace.